previously on 20th Century Pop. Hey everyone ever and welcome to 20th Century Pop. Today we are going to talk about a couple movies each of, of the movies we have seen the most. Is that you Mr. Belvedere? Yes Wesley. Can't be bargained with, it can't be reasoned with, it doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And here's, here's the other caveat that I added to it. Caveat? Caveat. Caveat. But, Alf, don't you remember what happened to your planet? Well, it blew up in a nuclear holocaust. We've talked about the, the movies that we've seen the most and that we continue to, to want to watch. Hi, Big Bird. Oh, hi, Hiroshi. I gotta go to the post office. But, oh, sure. Go to your post office. But there's also that aspect of movies that we've seen enough. Please welcome Jeff Dunham. Ah! It's supposed to be cold. And now, part two. Hey everyone ever, and welcome to 20th Century Pop, the show where we try to understand the present while living in the past. My name is Tim Levins. And I am Bob Canning. And Tim. Yes, Bob. Welcome back, by the way. Part two, if I remember yeah. properly. Part two? Wasn't that exciting? to have a part two. Um, I mean, is it though really a part two? Like part one wrapped itself up pretty well. Uh, I think so, but I think we yeah. left people wanting more because mm-hmm. we did tell them at the end what part two was going to be about. It's like a, a sister topic. Um, so two weeks ago, we talked about the movies we have watched the most um, and will probably continue to watch. And this week, the movies we have watched enough. Yeah, and we mentioned that last week, so, I mean, you're saying we probably left them wanting more. I feel like we left them knowing there would be more. <laughs> that's that, that that's another way to put it, yes. Yes. So what movie did you did you, uh, did you you bring? What's one of the ones you, you, you had in mind? Boy, that so, was horrible. Let me try yeah. that one more time. So what's one of the movies that... <laughs> <laughs> we can do this. Uh-huh. <clears throat> well, that just feels phony. Well, I could just answer it, and you can use the original question. Cut out everything else. Are you sure? It, Does, is it cuttable from I, original? It might be. Cuttable from original. These You, you may not know the technical terms, but cuttable. this is a lot of behind-the-scenes talk. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Loser right. and lame-ass. Those are very current I, terms. I know where I can pick it up if you want me to go. Yeah, I'd love it. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Um, so the, the first one I'll mention, and this might surprise some people, uh, but it's The Matrix. 1999. 1999. So it just makes the cutoff of our 20th century rule. Um, but yeah, I have I have seen the Matrix enough. We have only bits and pieces of information, but what we know for certain is that at some point in the early 21st century, all of mankind was united in celebration. We marveled at our own magnificence as we gave birth to AI. AI, you mean artificial intelligence? A singular consciousness that spawned an entire race of machines. We don't know who struck first, us or them, but we know that it was us that scorched the sky. At the time, they were dependent on solar power and it was believed that they would be unable to survive without an energy source as abundant as the sun. Throughout human history, we have been dependent on machines to survive. (laughs) Fate, it seems, 
is not without a sense of irony. Now, when it came out, did you see it a lot? Was this something you saw multiple times in the theater? I or think came I back saw it at least twice in the theater. I wasn't really the guy who would see movies in the theater multiple times. Um, but I think I did see The Matrix twice in the theater because we had I had a larger circle of friends at that time. And I can't remember if I saw it with you. I know I saw it with um, a friend of ours named Lacey. It's that- always fun to name drop people we don't talk to anymore because we don't seem creepy. Well, is that true or is it not true? I think that's not true. Do you still talk to her? I mean, we're Facebook friends. Okay, I don't. That's, that that's basically living in the same house. Yeah. Um, right. So was I didn't it mention movie? her last name. I thought that would be the creepier thing to do. Well, I think all of this is creepy now. Okay. Well, I'm just um, saying that I I have a very good recollection of seeing it in the theater with her, and I think I've seen it in the movie theater with you, but I don't know if that was at the the same event. I don't know if you came with us. Was this a movie you enjoyed when you saw? Like you saw it twice in the theater. You're saying that's a rarity. So this was was this a mind blowing film? I mean, what 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 brings this one up? Um, yeah, I mean, it was kind of mind blowing. It was a, a fun, crazy concept. Lots of cool, crazy um, effects. Uh, an, an original story, um, and just something to to watch and get something new out of it every, every time. Um, are you laughing at the fact that? I said it, it was, was promoted as something to watch. Yeah, I'm laughing it, at that. It came to us in film form. It was a celluloid projection of frames per second. Those frames themselves creating the illusion of motion because they were actions uh, proceeding, you know, or following one after another to give the sense of movement. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so I watched it a lot. And then when it came out on um, DVD, uh, we got it or we rented it and we watched it. All the all the time, and you liked going back to it at first. Was it fun? Because I will say, of the three of them, that's probably the one I've seen the least. I love the second one. I've watched the third one. I, I like the first one. But I can't think of the last time I watched the first Matrix, though. It's been no, a while. I, I would go back to the Matrix a lot. I mean, I liked action movies, um, and this was a nice cerebral action movie with great, cool new effects. Um, and I was getting something out of it every time. There was new. New bits, new nuance, uh, foreshadowing I didn't pick up on the first time. Uh, it was just a lot of fun. A lot of fun to watch. A lot of so cool what action. what changed? Like, do you remember Do you remember the last time you viewed it? Um, I don't remember the last time I viewed it. I, I know it was streaming recently. I don't know if it still is on Netflix or somewhere. And I thought about watching it. And I just was like, no, you know. And, and this was like perfect. I've seen this enough. So like this was the first one I thought of when you brought up this topic. But why, um, I guess? What what is enough of a movie I like this? I don't know if I was cuz you say you love the second one. I didn't like either of the sequels. I'm not even sure if I've seen the whole of the third one. And it just sort of turned me off to it. So um, you and so then the, the sequels made you not want to go back to the, the prequels made me not want to go back to it. And then also all the not as great action films that were aping this style and these effects, you know, you get kind of tired of that. And then the pop culture references to the bullet time and all that, and that tires you out a little bit. And so to go back to the original, it's just is like, it's oh, all this again. Um, so it's kind of like it's something that's so big, it wears out its own wealth. Yeah. Now you go back to Star Wars, you go back to Die Hard, you go back to Back to the Future, you go back to some pretty big genre-defining films. Yeah. It was so unique for its time, but I mean, so was Blade Runner, and I go back to that movie every couple of years. What 
Yeah, but Blade Runner, uh, you're talking about a time frame of your life. You didn't, I don't know that you saw Blade Runner in the theater. It wasn't fresh no, and I didn't. new to you. I saw it probably almost 10 years later. Yeah, after after you've seen and gone through the influenced films, you know, that, that, that were spawned by that. Um, here, I think it's different because I am, it's after college. So I'm in my 20s, 25, 26, whatever it was. I think I kind of, it was a transition period, you know? And so I'm- What was a transition period? In, in it, film going? Um, not, not with film, in my life. And then I moved to California um, following my girlfriend and I'm starting a life in California with her. But it's just like, I don't know, it's like- that genre of film I was starting to be less interested in, perhaps. What, what genre? What's the genre? Sci-fi, action, you know, um, or just action movies in general. But again, you go back to sci-fi action. You go back to the Star Wars. You go back to the Die Hard. I go back to the ones from my childhood, you know. I go back to the ones that were influential on me as as a person growing up. And, and it these are the movies that developed my fandom of that. I don't know that I would have been interested in seeing The Matrix if I hadn't seen Star Wars and Back to the Future and Ghostbusters and just action movies with effects before and in my youth. So that was the kind of thing I was drawn to anyway. Um, And so The Matrix, seeing it when I saw it, absolutely great movie, great effects, want to go back to it and see it over and over and over again. But it didn't – it's not influencing me any further. You know what I mean? It's not – it's not turning me into a fan of that sort of thing. It didn't – and the, the the sequels didn't help by not drawing me in deeper into the storyline. It, it pushed me away. But I know plenty of people who love the first one and don't like the sequels. Like I do think The Matrix is a movie that people do go back to. And I'm saying this because I'm on the same page as you. I loved it. I do like the second one very much. Um, I do think it's a great movie, but I ne- I'm never drawn back to it. It seems like, and I bet if I sat down to watch it, I'd, I'd immediately fall into it and be enthralled. It does seem like an effort to return to that particular movie. And this isn't because I don't have it on, on DVD. This isn't because I can't find the VHS. This is because I'm sure I could find it somewhere if I wanted to watch it. I, I'm, I'm curious to why something that big and impactful you know, you could look at the first 10 years of the 21st century film of filmmaking and tie it directly back to The Matrix. That was sort of, I think that was a huge pivot point for cinema. Why don't we go back to it? Um, and that's a different thing, I think, than, than something you've seen enough. Um, it's not that I don't want to go back to it per se. I do want to go back to it when my kids are ready to watch it. But why is it different to not want to go back to it and having seen it? Because if you've seen it enough, is that mean, the same thing? <clears throat> yeah, I guess it's semantics. Um, but it's 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 not. I don't dislike the Matrix. I love it. Um, but I just feel like I. It's one of those movies I don't need to see again for my own personal viewing. Those are two good distinctions. I think it's important what you just said. You, it's not that you don't dislike it. And yeah, I guess that thing, and this is something I feel like I forget in pop culture, is you, in pop culture is you don't have to return to everything. And maybe this is a movie like that. Yeah. The experience itself holds up. Because yeah, I, I think it's a good example because I also love, them, love that movie. But yeah, I, I don't need to ever see it again. I mean, and there's a difference too, to not ever see it again. Um, there are movies that I enjoy that I've seen once and I don't need to see it again. Um, 
Well, that's what I thought. Okay, that's not what Say is about. That's true. What's an example of that? Can you think of one? Not to uh, put you on the spot. Yeah, what's the uh, Boogie Nights? You've only seen Boogie Nights once? I've only seen Boogie Nights once. I've maybe seen parts here and there afterwards, but I've only seen Boogie Nights from beginning to end once. I really, really enjoyed watching Boogie yeah, Nights. Yeah, it's great. Um, but I don't I don't feel like I got to sit down and watch Boogie Nights again, you know? There is something about that. like, and, and maybe I'm heading back to that, this idea of seeing something once for the experience once. You know, movies are when we were able to see them, were becoming prohibitively expensive to see multiple, multiple times. Yeah. Some of them I would get on DVD, but some of them, yeah, I'd see them one time in the theater and that would be enough. And it seemed weird that that would be enough. Mm. But that's maybe that's a good mindset because then stuff doesn't get run into the ground. And again, the distinction you made that you still like it, you just don't need to go back to it. That's important to make because I think with the two examples that I have, I don't need to go back to them and I don't want to go back to them. You don't want to go back to them at no, all. No, I think I'm because I'm burnt out on them. So, so what is what is one of yours? Well, the first one that I picked because it was a pretty. This one was a pretty impactful movie to me. I think in high school, ninth or tenth grade, um, I picked the 1975 film Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. Um, which, you know, that was my introduction to Monty Python. I probably knew who Eric Idle was. I probably knew A Fish Called Wanda. But th- but this movie, it, it was pretty much my introduction to the idea of British humor. There he is. Where? There. What, behind the rabbit? It is the rabbit. You silly sod. What? You guys all worked up. Well, that's no ordinary rabbit. That's the most foul, cruel, and bad-tempered rodent you ever set eyes on. You tit! I saw my arm and I was so scared. Look, that rabbit's got a vicious streak a mile wide. It's a killer. Get stuck. It'll do you a treat, mate. Oh, yeah? Manky Scott's git. I'm warning you. What's he do? Nibble your bum? He's got huge, sharp... He can leap about... Look at the bones! Go on, boys, chop his head off. Right, silly little bleeder. One rabbit two coming right up. Look! Ah! Jesus Christ! I warned you. You know, I wasn't seeking out Monty Python. I didn't go watch the show. I didn't really seek out the other movies. Because there was nothing else like this, I could keep going back to it. Because nothing would sour me on it. Nothing would tire me on it. And, and, and I, you know, I watched it a lot. Showed it to friends, you know, connected with like teachers at school who liked it because, you know, it's it's a pretty quotable movie. Right. And ultimately, what got me sort of sick of it is the fact that it's so quotable. Right. This is a theme for you, I think, we've come back to where as soon as you realize the popularity of something else it it really uh, of the thing that you're you're doing uh it kind of takes you out of it this might have been my first brush with that then i mean i think it would have been more into college cause i think i liked it through high school I get a little tired of the whole there's those who those who call me tim thing that or i'm pretty <laughs> fast but you know i got tired of people doing the voices I've never been big on quoting things, so I got tired of the quotes. And I just, when you're saying lines out of you, context, you, um, I, that's that's got to be amended. There, you're never big on quoting things. I think you're big on referencing things. That's different, though. Yeah. So, and again, it's probably just as annoying. Often but, with quotes. What was that? Often you reference things with quotes, but I won't. Oh, really? I won't. I mean, I think so. 
I think I reference things all the time by saying names of things and listing things off and what they're like. But, but I feel I, like quotes I think when you you're also, trying to- you, you'll, you'll put into conversations lines of dialogue or lines from songs or titles. Um, so that to me feels like quoting. But I, I see what you're saying, though. You're not like quoting it for the sake of quoting it. See, I don't you're, hmm. you're ingrating integrating it. If I do this now, I'm embarrassed because this is one of my problems with it. I feel like this was one of the movies where people were almost acting like they wrote it. Yeah. Like, isn't it hilarious? I'm saying the line. And, and it's, it's an interesting thought because by that argument, no comedy should be rewatchable. But I just I don't know. I I hate people doing Monty Python impressions. I hate hearing lines from this movie. I hate hearing lines from the show, parrot jokes. All that. I just I can't fucking stand it spanish inquisition exactly because it's just they have to do the voice and they have to do whatever and it's out of context and there's always a smugness like i i guess it's shorthand for sharing a a like of something but because it's a comedy like that's the thing like do i don't do i i don't feel like i sit here and and say lines from like say ghostbusters or hot shots part do no um no you you're not no (laughs) not hot shots part do um but I think I, I think you are quoting rock and rule and and uh, when do I quote that? When huh? am I sitting here going, "My name is Mock"? I don't think I quote those. No, I think- I, and and maybe not now. Maybe it was more then. But the 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 more obscure stuff, I think you know. And again, it's not. I don't consider you quoting it per se. You're literally integrating it into the conversation. But that's literally what's bothering me about this is people who quote it. Because to work into a conversation, it's still out of context. That's why I, I don't mean to question you. I'm just like, I'm embarrassed if I do that. Because sh- short of once saying, I'm doing this all for you, Damien, from uh, from The Omen, I don't think I take lines from movies and throw them out there unless I'm pointing out a horrible line and making fun of it. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I, Using it to do something, and this is just me patting my back, using a reference, making references to things is, is the creative license of drawing a comparison or creating a language out of it. Just saying the line from the movie and expecting a laugh because I can do that 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 cockneyed accent that I'm not even going to try to do right here. I just can't stand that. Or quoting lines from uh, from like Young Young Frankenstein was was something I was thinking about because I've never seen all of it, but I'm just like people really go back to that one because all this got me thinking like what comedies can I go back to. I can go back to Ghostbusters. That's a pretty rewatchable, revisitable one. Yeah. But like just pure, parted, straightforward, laugh a minute comedies, I don't really go back and see them more than a couple of times. Why is that? Have you thought about that? Well, because it's just because I already laughed at them. They are funny, but at some point, that's the thing. And that's what bothers me about fans of this movie. At some point, it's just repeating it. Yeah. Something like Ghostbusters or When Harry Met Sally, because those are the two in my mind. They're comedies. They've got joke structure. They've got pacing. But they've also got character in it. I mean, Ghostbusters, why wouldn't that speak to me? I love the supernatural. I was nine years old, eight years old. It was the idea of a job. And the characters are interesting enough. I'm not saying they're the deepest characters ever, but there's depth to them. And there's legitimate plot and and scares and, and like it, it's put together in that way. So you go back for that, and the jokes are great, and there are quotable lines. I'm sure I had a shirt that had a quote from Ghostbusters on it, but I wasn't walking around going, "Okay, I saw I kicked its ass," thinking I was I was Bill Murray. Right. Like like I don't think I did that. And maybe you can prove me wrong, and, and please do. But I, I do think that with a lot of comedies where it's slapstick, it's pratfalls. 
and it's one-liners. Those are very entertaining, very hard to write, very wonderful pieces of comedy that I don't need to hear unprofessional people performing. Don't need to hear that. And I can see what you mean about not going back because a p- part of the humor of jokes is that they're unexpected. And once you know them and can expect them, it's not as funny and therefore not as uh, entertaining as the first one or two times you've seen it. So I can see how you're not going back. And that's where like sharing it, I get. Like I, I think for a while, the the Holy Grail was funny to me because I felt like my circle of friends. And again, it's not like we had a lot of reach outside of our circle of friends. But I didn't realize Monty Python was so big. So I thought we had found this underground film. So I liked showing it to people. I was like, oh, you got to see this. This will, this is funny. You don't know this. You know, and that was great in high school because I was showing it to people saying, here's another form of comedy because I don't hear this. Once I got to college, Emerson College, and there were people doing the Ministry of Silly Walks down the hall and, and doing all the parts and all the references and almost using it as a handshake or whatever with other people. That to me is just grating because it's like I'm not in love with the movie to begin with, but now I've got to hear it everywhere. doesn't help that my name's in one of the jokes, but I have to hear it everywhere. And it becomes to me at that point, it's exactly what I was doing with it in high school, but now it feels like bragging because I'm not the one doing it. And it's weird because that's that's the nature of fandom. So by that argument, shouldn't I be done with listening to certain bands? Shouldn't I be done with Ninja Turtles? Shouldn't I be done with Transformers? You know, it's just this overriding use of something. But I don't know, with, with Monty Python and the Holy Grail, maybe because there was the whole cultural difference of England to it, I just can't stand fans of it anymore. I really can't. That's why I'm like, I, I saw Spam a lot about six years ago. I enjoyed that. It was fun. It was a different interpretation of it because they weren't doing impressions of the cast. But yeah, I just couldn't stand it from freshman year on when people in college had to be shouting these lines through the hallways. So again, it's like we both approached this um, movies we've seen enough topic with, with a different understanding because you have been put off by the movie. You no longer enjoy the movie for for all those reasons you've just listed. Does um, that seem irrational? Does that seem out of... Um, no, I don't think it seems irrational. Does it seem contradicting? Like it sounds like you know some examples where I do that, where you where you reference, where I quote, and I'm just curious because yeah. I'm sure I can be a hypocrite. I just don't know what they would be. Yeah, I don't know. Like if 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 I were to have, I don't know, if I were to have said something, um, if I, I don't know, if I were to have said, uh, what do you think? Is this true? You may come back with, yes, it is true. This man has no dick. I just, wouldn't do just, that. No, no, no. You, but nor would I say you can't handle the truth. Nor would I say it's out there. It's not though. Your references are more obscure, but you do kind of throw them into the conversation. Okay. And I, so I am being a little bit of a yeah. prick with this one. No, you're not a prick with it. You're just. I am if I'm doing the exact same thing, but I'm calling on other people as not being obscure enough. I, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, the way you're describing the other people, I see them as. People that aren't integrating it, they're not, there's not really a good reason. I got a list of their names. Do you want to hear it? It's alphabetical. It starts with Canning, comma, Bob. And it goes, whoops. Uh, That's not true. I don't have a list. No, I I guess I'm not sure because it's just weird because you do, 
you constantly are throwing in, not constantly, but you do throw in references to pop culture, oftentimes pop culture I am unfamiliar with. References, and so maybe, though. Yeah, so maybe I'm... Out I'm, of context. I'm misconstruing the, the term quote here because maybe you're not quoting it per se, but you are using it in a way. And 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 you tend not to use the the bigger things like a Monty Python or Ghostbusters. Do I not use comedies? Maybe that's what it is. A comedy is designed to make you laugh. So maybe it's when people are quoting, it's like, what, now they're the comedian? No, they're just saying what they just heard. It's like, here's a joke I didn't write. Let me tell it to you. Fine. But it's just you're relating it to me. It's not that you're telling it. I'm, I'm getting in a little deeper than I need to with this. But I, I, am, I am curious because maybe I... Because I realize what I don't like, or part of what turned me off of the Holy Grail is its fandom, and that is hypocritical for doing multiple podcasts about pop culture. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's an interesting uh, approach to the idea of what you've seen enough. Um, because in theory, maybe if that fandom aspect wasn't there, you'd still be watching Monty Python. Maybe, although it's just, it is a comedy. How many times can, like, do you watch it a lot? Is it something you come back to? I, I have watched Monty Python quite a few times. I don't go back to it. The Holy Grail movie time. or just the Monty yeah, Python? Yeah, I watched movie. the Holy Grail last year. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it funny still? Um, There are parts of it that are funny. I And I did it to introduce my, my oldest to it. So you were um, showing it to her. So I was showing it to somebody. I wasn't just sitting different. down and watching That's it myself. experience. Yeah. Huh. Um, but I'm not put off by it. And, and it's the same thing. I guess it's exactly the same thing. I don't feel like I've seen Monty Python enough. I could watch Monty Python and the Holy Grail again. Um, if if somebody was throwing a, a viewing party and it was the Holy Grail, I'd go to it. If somebody was throwing a viewing party. I would be party, thankful for the quarantine because I wouldn't be able to go. Yeah. But if somebody was throwing a viewing party for the Matrix, I would skip it. I you know, unless I really wanted to see my friends or, or these people, I wouldn't go for the movie. But if, if they were live I, streaming it, I'd probably say I would check it out, but I don't know <laughs> if I would actually watch it. But I'm just trying to, like, define what it is when I've said I've seen it enough. Um, well, I think we're approaching it differently. I think we have different. Yeah. You don't seem you don't seem to hate movies, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm not saying that's what I'm doing. But, like, you don't seem to have adverse reactions to them existing. Yeah, no, not you, really. You, to have your fill of it, I guess. Yeah. And I don't. There aren't too many movies that I've that I liked then, but hate now. There are certain things that don't have repeatability, and I guess that's that's the area where I'm trying to. Where we're different here, because we're both saying we've had our. We don't need to see it again. But mine isn't exasperated. Like here, I'm going to tell you my second one because I have had my fill of this movie. I've had my fill of people talking about this movie, wanting a sequel to this movie, wanting a reunion to this movie. I can't stand the fucking Goonies. Ye intruders beware, crushing death and grief, soaked with blood of the trespassing thief. You guys, this map is old news. Everybody and their grandfather went looking for that when our parents were our age. I mean, I mean, haven't you ever heard of that guy? What's his name? The pirate guy, One-Eyed Willie. One-Eyed Willie. Yeah, he was the most famous pirate in his time. My dad told me all about him once. Dad'll do anything to get you to go to sleep. <laughs> no. See, One-Eyed Willie stole treasure once. He was full of rubies and, and emeralds and diamonds. Diamonds 
and he loaded it all up onto his ship, and they sailed away into the sunset until the British king, see, he found out about it, and then he set up this whole armada to go out after him, and then the armada, it took him a couple weeks, but then they caught up with Willie, and, and then there was a whole big war between the armada and Willie's ship, the Inferno, and th during the firefight, there was just guns bursting here and cannons bursting there, and then Willie fled, because he didn't want to stay around, because he knew he'd get killed if he stayed around. And then he got into this cave, and, the, and then the British, they, they blew up the walls all around him. And, and he got caved in, and he's been there ever since. Forever? Forever. And ever? Trapped. I can't stand this movie and the people who love it. Then you hate me, Tim. I like you. I don't get your fandom for it, I guess is what I'm saying. Because here's the right, I get your fandom. I, I don't I don't get why you what what can I get out of this now? This is a movie where it's like, and this is contradicting everything I just said. This is a movie that is made for kids. I get it. It's PG but pushes the PG 13 boundary. It's kids with very few adults except the villains. Everything about this is very exciting for a 10-year-old, 11 year old Yes. As a 40 I'll Five. be kind here. As a four K, I won't be kind. As a forty-five-year-old man, what do you get watching this kids on adventure movie, The Goonies? I mean, I think more than anything else that I watch, it's I get the nostalgia out of it. How recently? When was the last time you watched it? Uh, probably two years ago. Oh, maybe a year ago. Recent-ish. I have not seen it probably in fifteen years. I'm trying to get it on the schedule. We do a, a every week between the four of us and my family. We alternate whose movie night it is on Saturday night. And with, I want Goonies to be my next one. Well, because you have kids. That makes sense. Because I'm I have kids. But I also want to watch it because I want to watch it. My wife and I, we, we because we can. You can watch it. You can watch it by yourself. And, and we're going to. Um, just to explain that, that I would watch it by myself because um, my kids do put up an argument on movie nights and I try to avoid, I don't want to sit there and have people bitch and whine the whole time. So I will make um, adjustments to what I want to pick. And so if I, if they really don't want to watch the Goonies, we won't watch it. But my wife and I are going to watch it ourselves after the fact, after the kids are in bed. There's the nostalgia is there, but now that I'm thinking about it, it's still a fun adventure movie. Like you've got, you've got the, the, the Fratellis are fun and entertaining. Um, the kids are fun and silly and funny. Um, and then you've got the adventure. You've got pirates and booby traps. Yeah, you're describing what it is. And I agree. Those things are all true. I just feel like I'm not making the time to see it. I'm okay not seeing it. And I'm, I guess I'm questioning you a little bit because you're saying you and your wife are going to watch it. But you haven't. That's the thing. Like without kids, it's it's not a priority. No, it's not, but it will get watched this summer. We probably watch it at least once every other year. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah. I guess I didn't... Okay, so that it's just you and her, because you're saying your, your kids have never watched it. They they, they have watched it. The thing that oh, I did well, wrong that... with my kids, here's the thing that I... And I think I've said this before. I tried too early to introduce them to Star Wars, to Goonies, to anything. So they were too young, and any sort of drama and conflict frightened them and scared them. And now they think every movie I want them to watch is terrifying. No, which I get, but that's separate from this. Because here's the thing... The movies you're trying to show them are movies you like, Star Wars and The Goonies. I can continue to go back to Star Wars. I get a lot out of it. I can keep seeing it. That's a movie I don't want to not ever see again. But The Goonies, without a child there to watch it with, without the connection of, okay, I'm watching this because I want to share it with the kid. This is one of those things where it's like, 
I would share this because I get why it would share well. It's about kids doing a kid's adventure. What's what's better? And in a lot of ways, what's a better kid's movie than this? I mean, you can find other examples, but it's a movie where kids are the heroes and do everything. I get that's why people liked it. Didn't really hit me the same way as a kid, but I still enjoyed it. Still watched it. I watched it plenty as a kid. I just don't get into watching it as an adult watching kids on an adventure. But see, there's a difference here, though, and I, I'm curious how often you have seen Goonies. Because, again, I guess we've had a misunderstanding on movies you've seen enough. Because because you're not drawn to the Goonies now, and you didn't like it then. I liked I mean, I watched it a lot as a kid. It, okay. it played a lot. That's the thing. I did watch it a lot. We had it on tape. Friends. That Maybe that's what it is. And you're right. Maybe this wasn't the best choice then, because... I'm not the one who would put it on, but it was always on. Friends of mine would play it. So your take on, on both of yours is not only have you seen them enough, you you also don't enjoy them anymore. Like they're, you, you wouldn't watch them again. I mean, that is the case with the Goonies. I don't know with the Holy Grail because it's like it's funny. Like I can still go into that and be like, this is I, – I can analyze it, I'm sure, and be like, this is why this is funny. I don't know. I haven't had the experience, and maybe this is what we need to do. I haven't actually sat down and watched either either of these to see how I'd react. But that's also the nature of what we're doing. These are things we don't need to go back to. Holy Grail, I'm not saying is bad. I'm just sick of it. Are you saying Goonies is bad? No, no. But I'm saying it's not in any way interesting to me as an adult. I think it's because it didn't connect to you as a kid. Because like you just said, you do go back and watch kids' things that you watched as a kid today. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it didn't speak to me as a kid. Maybe it was just expected to and didn't hit me. Maybe that was one of those early things where everyone else liked it, so Tim just wasn't going to. Maybe, but my God, I had an awful lot of GoBots. <laughs> what, um, what's, the, what's the other movie you feel like you've seen enough of? Um, okay, and again, I guess I'm not approaching it with such a hostile take. Of, I'm surprised that I'm my takes are coming across hostile, but it is what they are, isn't I'm it? I'm enough. Um, but this was another one um, that I watched a lot uh, from 1994. And it's another, I mean, I'm surprised that our movies are all very big, seminal, you know, important films in, in some degrees. Um, but I'm going to... No, uh, Forrest Gump. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Forrest Gump, I think, is a perfect example here. Okay. But, uh, what, what, but you, did you, do you like it? Are you, were you I a like fan Forrest of? Gump. I like still? Forrest Gump. Yeah. You still like I mean, Forrest I Gump. imagine I would still enjoy it to a degree, but I, I'm done needing to see Forrest Gump. This is my very good friend, Mr. Gump. Can you say hi to him? Hello, Mr. Gump. Hello. Oh, can I go watch TV now? Yes, you can. Just keep it low. You're a mama, Jenny. I'm a mama. His name's Forrest. Like me? I named him after his daddy. He got a daddy named Forrest, too? You're his daddy, Forrest. Isn't he beautiful? He's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. You saw it in the theater? I saw it in the theater... Maybe three times? Really? I really liked Forrest Gump. <sighs> I was at a very impressionable age, Tim. I was the same age <laughs> when it came out as you are. But a different man. But a different man. 
Did you own it on VHS? Like, how did you keep seeing it? Yeah, I owned it on VHS. Um, my mother enjoyed it. It's another one of those like Die Hard um, where my mother enjoyed it too. And so it would be one that we would go to and the whole family would agree on. So you would watch it with your family. So it had a bit of tradition to it. Uh, I don't know if it was tradition, really. It was more just we really enjoyed it. And it was it was like a lot of viewings in a short amount of time, like within a three-year period, maybe. It's a long movie. <laughs> Covers a lot of yeah, ground. and I think that's part of of why I'm I'm I've seen it enough because it's it takes some effort to to watch it from front to back. When was the last time you saw it? Um, it would have to be I don't know if I've seen it this century. Do you think you'd still like it, or do you have a memory of still liking it? Um, I have a memory of still liking it. I'm I'm not uh, done with it because I got sick of it, or it's or my opinion of it changed. No, not at all. I've just seen it enough times now. I don't need to see it again. I don't I don't have to. Now, like I said at the beginning, there's the caveat of, you know what? Someday, maybe I'll watch it with my kids. Do you think they're going to want to watch Forrest? Like, what's in Forrest Gump for your know. kids? I don't know. It might be a neat little history lesson. It's not accurate history. <laughs> no, but it it's still, it's a window into into that, that the historic world, and it might kind of pique their interest to learn more uh, at your local library. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a pretty popular, important film. I think someday my kids will watch Titanic. Um, I think someday my kids will watch The Matrix because they're just important films. And, is Forrest Gump um, still important? Do people still like it? Like, here's I the don't thing. know. It's it, not really talked about. It's a big movie. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not trying to take that away from it. It was a huge event when it came out, both, uh, I guess, culturally, cinematically, special effects, what they were doing, Tom Hanks-wise, all of those things. I'm not in any way arguing the fact that it was a massive, massive movie. I will throw in there that one of the reasons, I know you're saying it's the length, one of the reasons I haven't gone back to it probably this century is it's a terrible movie. (laughs) Like it is, it is really bad. I think it's bad. I think it's preachy. I think it's false in in, in its ideas. I, I don't think it treats characters well. And, and it's good performances. And it was fun at the time. But that's the thing. Like that that's a spectacle. That's a movie. That's a fun roller coaster spectacle ride. Here's history. Here's some effects. Here's some performances. Here are some quotable lines. Upon my second watch of it, because I think we, we rented it probably. That's the thing. Like I've seen it a couple of times. After seeing it in the theater, we rented it. It already was losing its ground. I did not enjoy it. And some of it's cultural. I think it's got a weird – like it, it beat out Pulp Fiction for the Oscar, and that's got a weird thing to it. it it's kind of a rosy – white revisionist history kind of thing. There's there's a lot of things working against it, but also it's just I don't think it's it was it was so praised and so loved and maybe that's me tearing it down but it's like I would I wouldn't even think to show this to someone. Like everything else we've mentioned, I feel like what was the first movie you said? Uh you've already forgotten. It's been a long recording. Uh The Matrix. The Matrix. Yeah, The Matrix. Um Holy Grail. Uh, Goonies, I I would watch those with like someone if they wanted to, specifically younger, because I don't I, I don't think I'm in groups surrounded by people who want to see, but I would I would watch those. This I wouldn't. I would argue against this. I don't think it holds up, and I'm curious. You haven't gone back to it because of its length. Is that the only reason? Um, it's accessible. I'm sure you could find it somewhere. I'm sure I could find it somewhere. Um, I don't know that it's 
stream i don't see it pop up on on the streaming services that i have uh-huh. um so I'm, I'm sorry the question was is it just the length that keeps me from yeah because i mean yeah. it's like i get it's like that's almost 20 years yeah no i don't think it's that i don't think it's that the titanic was on uh cbs just a couple of weeks ago and i sat and watched that for a little bit i didn't watch the you whole did. thing yeah i hadn't seen titanic in forever so i thought here it is it's on it's on. I might as well just watch it. Nothing else is on. Do you have stars? Uh, no. No, I was say, I think you can watch it on stars, Forrest Gump, but. Okay. I was just looking it up. Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's great. Thank you for um, the plug. You're, um, yeah, you're welcome, stars. Today's episode brought to you by stars and stamps. <laughs> the U.S. Postal Office. R.I.P. So, no, I mean, yeah, I haven't. Rest been in drawn, peace is what that stands for. I haven't for. been drawn back to it. I think uh, you've got. All valid points, I'm sure. But did um, you watch it a lot? Because that's a small, that's it, six years, I guess, that you I were watched watching it. I watched it a lot. I had the, the double disc uh, CD soundtrack. Yes, everybody did. Yeah. I was, I was a, were, were we called Gumpies? I don't even know. I don't think there's a term for it, nor okay. should there be. <laughs> um, nor should there be. But no, I, I was. I was a four fan. Fs. And you know what? Um, it's pro- Yeah, it probably doesn't hold up, but. Um, that's probably why I'm don't need to see it anymore. You know, well, that's st- what I was pushing, but I don't know if that's the reason I think I'm reaching. Is there some caution in not wanting to shake your opinion of it? That would keep you away from no, it. No, I'm not sure. No, um, no, that doesn't do it. I will watch movies without concern of my opinion of them. Um, we talked about it offline, but Air Force One, I recently rewatched, and my opinion has lessened of that. I used to enjoy that Double fun Dragon. 90s action movie. Street Fighter. Are, have you seen those? Uh, Free Willy 2. These are movies I've seen, sure. Um, <laughs> I wasn't just name-dropping Air Force One. I was trying to make... Uh, 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 okay, yes, and we're making it till I chose to, to interject with some video game movies and a, and a whale movie I never saw. Um, the South Park movie, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Oh, yeah. We used to watch that monthly. Yeah. I'm probably okay never seeing it again, but I would watch it, so maybe that's why it didn't come up. But there, I, I guess I'm saying that like there there are other movies that we've definitely stopped watching. What is it? And I get The Matrix. Why Forrest Gump? Why, what brought that to your mind? Did it, it really matter to you at some point? Again, I mean, you gave me the topic and, and, and the So maybe the basic, we're saying not a great topic. The basic guidelines. No, the, the, the topic and, and the way I understood it was – a movie that I had watched a lot, but have seen enough, meaning I don't need to go back to it. And so, and it's not about a movie I've watched a lot and now hate, but but one that I've seen enough and don't need to see it again. I'm not yearning to see it. Um, and, and so that's, I tried to think of movies that I watched a lot in the, the 90s. I didn't really watch movies over and over again in the 80s. Um, so it was really about what, did I, what was I watching in the 90s? And The Matrix popped up first um and then i thought oh shit forrest gump was a gigantic movie that i watched all the time and was huge and i don't go back to it i I don't feel the need to i've seen it enough um so so that's that's why i picked those i mean i did you you talked about a couple others that you thought about um i was thinking maybe austin powers um uh wayne's world and any other mike myers movie um but I would watch those again. I just, I haven't had access to them. I think that's, 
why I didn't pick something like that. And same with South Park. I just haven't had access to South Park. I'd watch that again. It's, it's interesting that we did approach this different ways. You're not angry, apparently, <laughs> at the movies that you no longer watch <laughs> no. the way that I am. Are there movies from the last, we'll say, five years that you repeatedly watch? You know, because we're talking about like Forrest Gump, you saw a lot. Uh, the Goonies, apparently, I saw a lot. Yeah. Are there movies that have come out in the last, we'll say, since 2015, any movie, are there ones that you're returning to and watching again and again? Um, I have probably seen a few of the Marvel movies a few times. Sure. Okay. Um, I think this was 2009 now, but I've, I've watched the, the Star Trek reboot a few times. Yeah. That, I mean, if that, we can say that. That's, that's 11 years, but yeah. Yeah. No, I, and that's the thing. Like, there are movies I, I, I go back to, and they're, but they're what you're saying. They're these these blockbuster Marvel movies, Star Wars movies. You know, like we were saying last week, movies that you can do a little marathon as they lead up to the next one. Yeah. Whereas here, and I guess The Matrix, but you, you don't think of the other two. These movies are kind of standalone-ish, sort of. They're yeah. Kind of, they're, they're their own thing. And I can't think of a movie, like a one-off movie in the sense that it came out and that's it, that I do go back to. Like, that, that it's, not, it's not as common. I don't return to things. Some of that, again, like we were saying last week, has just to do with age. I don't have 40 years of life to return to a movie or 20 years of life to return to a movie anymore. But I also, I don't have that drive. I guess what's been curious about this episode and the one that predates it is that ability of watching and re-watching multiple things to be able to be able, you know, to, to pick multiple examples. Is that something that is of the time? Or do you think that's something that's of the age? Uh, that's a great question. Um, and my like Your daughters rewatch stuff, right? Yeah, my daughters have rewatched stuff. My immediate reaction is if it's it's of the age. But I guess your age is your time. You know, well, I mean, um, time in the sense that we're just the '80s and '90s, a different era for rewatching things. Like, yeah, we're not no, going I don't to think that is. Stores. I think, I think, I think it's the age. I think when you're mm-hmm. younger, I think you have more opportunities when you're younger, and so you rewatch it more. And I think you're also like we've said a lot is that we're using these things to define ourselves and to connect with people, and so you share them and you watch them again with others. Um, and I think that diminishes as you get older. Okay. No, that, 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 that's fair, because I, I wasn't sure. I was wondering if maybe because there's more to watch now, there's more available to watch, you know, streaming-wise and TV-wise, that maybe we're just like, I want to see more. So we watch things once. Like, I don't know if people read I think maybe shows. you and I do. I think my, my kids don't necessarily want to see all of it, um, especially my oldest, who probably watches more. Um, she has rewatched things more than I ever did at her age. Oh, now, but and now I wonder: is that age or is that access? That's access. That's definitely access. But it didn't prevent us from rewatching things. Oh, it didn't prevent us, but it gives she's able to rewatch more. You know, you had a limited number of store bought movies at your house, so on movie night, if you weren't renting a movie, you had a limited number of movies you could watch as a kid. Now the selection is wider, so that's what I'm wondering: with a wider girth of choices, girth. Um, <laughs> With more choices, yeah. Does are was a desire to repeat something like Die Hard, the movie, or just that's what was there and it happens to be enjoyable? And I don't know. I'm not sure how to measure that. Right. And how can you now? We can't. We can't go back and and uh, try it a different way. I can't. <laughs> You're right. 
You know what you could do? <laughs> <laughs> what can you go back and, and re-listen to? Well, you can go back and you can listen to this, I guess. I don't know why you would, given having just lived through it. But but if you wanted to, or if you wanted to hear last week's part one, or maybe if you just wanted to hear something that predates this episode, you, listener, listening right now to this through your headphones as an active participant in entertainment, you can visit the Not A Holograms uh, website at nahpods.com. That's the homepage for the show, 20th Century Pop, as long as some other podcasts as well. You could go there. You can find the most recent episode, always up there streaming, as well as links to all of our past 118 episodes, plus bonus episodes there. You can listen to that. You can also subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. That way, every week as a new episode comes up, you can get that directly to your podcast catcher. Um... Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying there, because I just ran out of breath. Well, I'm glad that you've taken a pause and can and, and breathe again, Tim. I, I don't want you passing out. Um, I will ask everyone, like I tend to do at the end of our shows, to to reach out via those social networks. And I want to know Which your I comments. Didn't even mention. What group? are the social networks? I didn't even say those. Oh, you didn't? You didn't no, say thanks for listening, by the way. No, I didn't say our Twitter. I was playing I with my gremlin Instagram. doll here. Playing with your what now? My, my little gremlin doll that I have. You also have a gremlin doll? No, not oh. really. Okay. <laughs> I was playing with my gremlin doll. But uh, <laughs> yes, if, if somebody wants to reach out to us, they can on Twitter at 20popcast, and they can on Instagram at 20popcast. Yeah, and tell us, what movies have you seen enough? And is it because you hate them now, or is it because you've just seen them enough? Yeah, are they the Goonies or are they the Matrix? Really, are the two measurements there? Because yeah. we've seen the Matrix enough, but we hate the Goonies. Right there on record, Bob hates the Goonies. Good Lord, no. No, you don't. That's really weird that so many people like it. Love it. Love it. I get liking it, but loving it. We're going to have to really... do a Goonies episode at some point, Tim. And maybe we should bring in, uh, you can bring in someone against the Goonies, and I'll bring in someone else for the Goonies. I don't think I can, because unless <laughs> my dad does the show, I don't know who else doesn't like that movie. Um, It would it would either have to be someone much older than us or, or much, much younger than us. Or maybe one of the adults in the movie who are like, yeah, those kids really became stars. So glad. Maybe Chris Columbus. We get Chris Columbus on the show, and you can ask him about the Goonies, and I'll ask him, hey, buddy, what were you thinking about with Rent? I mean, thanks for Gremlins and all, but what the do- what's your deal with making Rent? You took all the soul and heart and singing out of Rent and just gave us two hours of something called Rent with some vaguely recognizable fashions and some of the songs. I imagine he just needed to pay his. I think I'm losing it. Oh, I'm totally losing it. I can't yeah. add anymore. That's not good. I play this game with the add up our cards and their totals. It's called and numbers. I, I it's never, the worst. I never get it right. We've been playing the numbers role playing game with I forget the actor and the other actor who I also forgot, so that joke died. I think it's the guy from Northern <laughs> Exposure, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it, it is, is the guy from Rob Northern Moreau. Exposure. Okay. And the uh, the other guy from from Santa Claus. <laughs> I know him best from well numbers and then also uh crumholtz right his last yes name is david crumholtz and it is hard what you want to mention who's the actor from numbers i know best from numbers <laughs> that's true though yeah 